It's our Christmas service and it brings me so much joy to have the chance to bring you the word on this morning, right? Um, I, I shared with you guys over a very short Christmas message that went out on Instagram. I don't know how many of you guys saw it, but uh, we, we, we went with, um, we went with uh, the theme, Homecoming. This was this was quite a while before the floods even hit. And, and I just want to kind of repeat what I shared in that little video uh, for, the, for, for the benefit of those of you uh, who, who have not seen it, right? Church, you know what? When the floods hit uh, last weekend, I started to even wonder whether this whole theme and angle of homecoming was right or maybe it just was not the right tone. And, and, I, and I sweat about it for a while because I started to look outside our front doors and I started to think to myself, how can we even talk about homecoming at a time when so many of our neighbours have no place to lay their heads? And I wrestled with this. And then I remembered, I remembered that neither did Jesus. You know, Jesus uh, 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 came to this earth. He left the kingly home. He came to our world. He came to a world that he himself created. And yet, he was born into makeshift conditions. And yet, he spent most of his life uh, 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 feeling maybe ill at ease or not quite, never quite fitting in with the culture and the way of this world. And yet, for the few years that we know him best for, he essentially, you know, crashed around and lived like a, like a homeless guy, you know, from place to place. And so, my friends, why? Why was all that, what was all that for? It was for a greater homecoming. It was for a greater rescue and a more powerful homecoming about which I am going to share. And so today, I want to share with you the Word of God. I'm going to do it in a slightly different way this year, okay? I'm going to be sharing with you, uh, the moment I stop like saying my opening remarks, I'm going to be be, be preaching to you entirely from Scripture. There's, there's not going to be any of my words in the whole proper part of this sermon. It's all Bible verses. And I want to string together the whole good news for you, the whole gospel narrative for you, entirely through Bible verses. Now, two groups of people I really want to speak to. If there happens to be any of you like how, how many of us today uh we've got we've got 60 58 right if i if i see it correctly how many of that that if there is any among us who have never received jesus into your life as your god as your savior as your lord and it's not just a private receiving like oh you know there's this door and then i just let him in in a very private way but you make a decision in your life that from today onwards i've drawn the line on the sand, I stand on this side with Jesus if you have never done that before. But today, you are here with us for a Christmas service. Thank you so much for joining us. Can I tell you, I'm so honoured to be able to host you. If you are not yet a Christian, but you've joined us for Christmas, I want to say thank you, welcome to our church, uh, and I wish I could see you face to face, you know, um, but one day, hopefully, we can, right? One day, hopefully, we can. And if that is you, 
Throughout today's sermon, I purposely instructed the team, no text on the screen, you know, no text in the, in the chat, no slides, nothing. I just want you to hear. I just want you to hear. So if that is you, I want you today to just take in the Christmas story, okay? Don't get distracted uh, uh, um, by, by anything else, right? I've removed all the distractions for you so that you can hear the Christmas story. Okay, so that is for you. Okay, and, 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 and by the end of today, if that is you, I want to I give you the opportunity to see how you want to respond to this Jesus. Okay, now, for, the, for many others of us who are, Chris, who are Christians, one of two things could be happening to us, right? Either, either you have, it's just this whole Christmas time, this whole year and this whole year, this whole year has just been so much of whatever, whatever it is, right? You can fill in the descriptor. It's just been so much of a something that by the time you get to Christmas, you're just zonked. You're just tired. You're just, you just pretty much just want to check off all the boxes of what Christmas is just so that you can clear it, you know, and, and start the new year because you're kind of done, right? You're, you're done. You've checked out of 2021. You're ready to, to plunge into 22. If that is you, I want to invite you to just put pause. Just put pause to everything that's happening. You may have a dinner going on tonight and you want to go and prep for it. You may have to go out for lunch and, and you kind of want to, want to uh, 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 get ready to go out and all that. But you know what, my friends? You know what, my friends? I want you, during the time when the word is being declared, for you to put pause, to slow down. Slow down. Everybody say slow down slow down, right? To slow down and to take in the word and to allow Jesus to invite you and to draw you back into, into uh, 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 his presence, to draw you back into his proximity and to allow him to, to just meet and encounter you again. Now, some of you as Christians, you may have grown very far from the Lord. Now, I'm not going to say you've, any of us have backslided, but I don't even know what backslide means sometimes. You know, I, I was just having a conversation about this with Athalia. In the Bible, whenever we talk about the word backslide, it means going and, 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 and sembah bahala already, you know, like worshipping other gods already, you know. Now, I, you, you may just be feeling very distant and very distracted and very far from God. If that is you, Christian, please put pause, slow down and allow the word of God to minister to you. Now, I'm going to be delivering the word to you in a moment. First, I want to pray. I want to pray for us as a church. I want to pray for us as a nation, uh, uh, given everything that we are experiencing right now, and then the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are indeed in our midst. Your, your name itself is a promise that you will not leave us and not forsake us. Your name is Emmanuel and Emmanuel means God with us. You are with us. And Father, I always tell the church that God is active and present, active and present, actively in our lives, present always in our lives. So Father, I pray that your activity and your presence come and saturate our hearts. And may this Christmas, uh, uh, um, though though we've removed all, all the, all, we, we, we remove some, some is removed from us, that all the frills are no longer there. And so 
so today, Father, I pray that in whatever atmosphere that, that you have given to us, that the Word of God can cut right through. Lord, that your Word can cut right through so that I may decrease, so that we may decrease, so that King Jesus alone may increase. To his name be all praise, all glory, all dominion and all power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, why don't you say a big amen on the Zoom chat as I share with you the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, He has spoken to us by His Son, whom He appointed the heir of all things, through whom also He created the world. Through Him, all things were created, all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. For by Him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. The son is the radiance of the glory of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. Though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And her husband Joseph, being a just man, un was unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. 
Shall a land be born in one day? Shall a nation be brought forth in one moment? She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. The Son of Man came to be served, and not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to a city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Oh, Bethlehem, Ephrata, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient of days, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them, a light has shone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of men, but of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. 
Then Herod summoned the wise men and he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child. Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. They said to themselves, this is their heir. Let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. The high priest tore his robes and said, what is your judgment? They answered, he deserves death. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So the Jews grumbled about him. Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he come now and say, I have come down from heaven? He has uttered blasphemy. You have now heard his blasphemy. Father, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Is this not Joseph's son? And they rose up and drove him out of town. They picked up stones to throw at him. They spit in his face and struck him. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck. Put your sword back in its place. For all who take the sword will perish by the sword. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting. So you are a king. Then they came up to him saying, Hail, King of the Jews! The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head and arrayed him in a purple robe. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For this is the kingdom of heaven. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes, and he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them, and he marveled because of their unbelief. You have seen me and yet do not believe. I believe. Help my unbelief. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures till the end will be saved. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. By grace you have been saved, through faith. And it's, this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. 
and there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven um, given among men by which we must be saved. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I say these things to you so that you may be saved. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and eat with him and he with me. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace? How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings and you were not willing? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Incline your ear. Come to me. Hear that your soul may live. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be a father to you and you shall be sons and daughters to me. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me, in my Father's house. There are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Don't be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. He will dwell with them. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. Look, I am coming soon. Today, 
if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father God, that today your word has been declared and I pray that your word is good, falls on good soil. I pray that your word falls on soil that will receive, that will receive well and the seed of your word will set down roots. It will start to, to grow and it will send shoots going up and one day it will send out branches and leaves and fruit. It will bear fruit one day. But church, right now, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to his word. Father, I pray. I pray for every single one of my friends. I pray for all my friends who are here in this call. Help us right now, Father God, to make real your word, your word of life. Help us on this morning to make real the message of Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, church, right now, I want to give you an opportunity to respond. If there is anyone among you, like I shared at the start, You've never really actually given your life to Jesus to say from this day onwards, I stand with you. I stand with you. And you want to say from today onwards, I want to become a Christian because I've heard of how this God came from his heavenly home into a world he created and felt homeless in his own creation and then was made to suffer. Why? For us. For us, he suffered so that he would die a painful death on the cross and then be raised back to life. And raised back to life for what? So that we now can enjoy a raising, an eternal raising to life. If that is you, you have never given yourself entirely over to salvation, as we sometimes call it. Maybe another way to say it is to walking with Jesus whole heartedly and you want to walk with Jesus wholeheartedly from this day onwards. I want to lead you in a prayer and we're going to pray this together and I want you in your home to say it out loud because faith will come when you hear yourself. Faith comes by hearing of the Word of God and the Word of God has been declared to you today and I want you to pray along with me. If you've never given your life to Jesus, pray along with me. For the rest of us, let us just join and follow together. Heavenly Father, today I have heard the good news of Jesus Christ. Today, I have heard of why Christmas is Christmas. Today, I have seen for myself why Jesus had to come to this world, to be a king in a world that was broken and dark so that the people who live in darkness see, finally can see great light. Lord, I have been walking in darkness. But today, I see a great light. Today, I receive and declare Jesus Christ as my Lord 
and Savior. Repeat that. I declare Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. From this moment on, I belong to Jesus. Jesus is my God and I will be his people. And from this moment on, my name is written in the book of life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, say amen. And amen is just a way for us to say, I agree, I second that prayer, I sokong that prayer. Amen? All right? So if you said amen to that prayer and it was your first time ever saying an amen to a prayer like that, I want you to text uh, uh, someone from CT, okay? Uh, just text into the Zoom uh, chat and say, I prayed that prayer for the first time. You can just type first time, okay? You can just type first time and someone will break out, someone will get in touch with you and you can, if you're feeling a little shy, so many people, you know, you can private message them on Zoom, right? You can direct message the people on CT and just tell them, I prayed that prayer for the first time. Help me to know how to be a Christian from now on, okay? So, so help, help me get connected somehow and our team will connect you. And if that is you, I want to say thank you. Best decision ever. Can I, can, can I emphasize that? Best decision, not just of this day, not just of this year, best way to end a very difficult year for the whole of your life. Best decision ever. And if you haven't made that decision, you heard me saying all those things. You heard me pray that prayer and you kept mum because you're just wondering, do I really want to say this? Do I really want to say this? And you're not sure. And now you just heard me say, best decision ever. You're thinking, really? Really? My response to you, my dear friend, is absolutely real. And one day I can buy you a drink, sit down with you and share with you my own life story. Or maybe you'll hear it from this pulpit as well about why for me it has been the best decision ever. And the same will be true of all the, the 50, 60 over of us here on Zoom and the 10, 15 of us here in physical. So if you haven't made that prayer, I want to encourage you to pray that prayer and if you don't know how, I forgot already, I missed already so long, I don't know how to remember, just say Jesus from this moment on. I am yours. Amen. And if that is you, I want you to let someone know and we'll, we'll get you connected, okay? Now, I want to I wanna call, uh, make a call for, some, uh, for another group. For another group. If you are Christian, but you have been distant, if you have been Christian and you have been distracted, if you are a Christian, but you have been in distress, or in some way you are facing all kinds of drama in your life and all of these things is just drawing you away from Christmas such that you just can't wait for Christmas to be over. Maybe you just want uh, uh, the service to be done, check, you know, uh, two more meals, you know, with people and then check, check, you know, so that I can see out the rest of the year in peace, right? It's just a stressful period for you. Or maybe it's not even about Christmas, you've got no beef with it, you know, you just, you just feel like the year has been so long and you've just had a tough one. And I know everybody's got a tough one, but I know yours has been really tough. I, I know, I've heard many of your stories. And if that is you, and you just want to say, God, 
I don't even feel you anymore. I don't even feel you. I used to feel you. I used to be so close, used to be so tangible. I used to be able to know that you are right here with me. And I don't know where to go. I don't know how to turn, where to turn, to feel your presence, to be more real. Can you be more real in my life again? Church, if that is you, I want to say another short prayer. Now I'm saying this prayer for you and with you to draw you back in and to invite God into your life. Let's, let's pray this prayer together. Heavenly Father, gosh, it's been so long since I felt close to you. Gosh, it's been so long since I felt your presence, your tangible presence. I've experienced great things. I've felt great joy. I have seen wonderful things. I've seen miracles happen before my eyes. And yet, right now, I feel so stretched. I feel so seared. I feel so, so, so tired. And I don't feel you. I feel the world so much. I don't feel you. I feel the floods, I don't feel you. I feel the stress, I don't feel you. I want to feel you again. I want to know you're close again. And Lord, even if I don't actively feel you, I want to know and declare in my heart to overpower and dominate my own thinking, to know that you are near. You are near. Even if I don't feel you, I know you and trust you that you are active and present. So Lord Jesus, I want to come back to you. Inasmuch as you left your heavenly home to come into a world you created, and then you, you created it for all of, the, all of us who would love you in one moment and then almost forget about you the next. Forgive us. Forgive me for neglecting you. But Lord, I want to come home. I want to come home. And, I, and, and maybe today there's some in our midst who came home to you for the first time. And I thank God if, if, if they are there. But Lord, I've been with you and then I've wandered away. Help me to come home as well. So Father, today I stop, I turn, and I walk in your direction. Help me to find my way back home. Father, help me to know that your presence is my home. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that on this Christmas day, you are beckoning us to come home. You have beckoned us to come home with your word. You have beckoned us home with your invitation. You have beckoned us to come home in a way for some of us, as we have never come home before, as we have been lost for so long, and some of us may have just run for a week, two weeks, three, and we feel distracted and lost, come home to the Lord. For some of us, we may have been literally quite lost for a year, two years, or three, come home to the Lord. For some of us, we've been lost since the day we were born. And we've never known a love like the love I've heard of about today. We've never known of a home that is warm and welcoming and safe like the arms of King Jesus. And if that is you, I hope today you too have come home. 
Let us pray now and close. Father, we thank you, Lord, that on this Christmas weekend and on this morning as we gather to celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus Christ, we remember we remember that you came to save, you came to seek, you came for us. And today, because your name is Emmanuel, because your name means God with us, we are not alone. We are not alone. But when we come to you, we come home. Church, let us all fall into the embrace of our King. Let us all run into the arms of the Father. I'm not talking about your earthly father. Your earthly father did the best he knew how to. I'm talking about your heavenly father, the perfect father. I thank you, Lord, that we can run into your arms. Now may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord turn His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward every single one of you. SIBKL at Sungai Buloh. May the Prince of Peace grant you shalom. And all of God's people shout a triumphant, mighty praise of Amen. Amen. Come on, church. Come on, church. Give a praise. Amen. And blessed Christmas to every single one of you.